0: He did not want to shoot. Versus if you went back and you looked at the games in the Bahamas when we're playing Baja Blast Tech, he's letting those things fly.
1: Cal was the coach of, our, of at least my childhood. Uh, I mean, I was always a tubby guy. Um, I was a tubby kid growing up.
2: Just take uh, Muhammad Ali at, they, uh, at center. They need actually for Kentucky. Kentucky. University of Kentucky. Oh, dag on it, guys. I did not prepare for this. Because they're both going to be key contributors to a
3: national championship team no, do not tell me to relax, Zach, Because I'm all in on this squad, and it's going to happen. What is up, Big Blue Nation? Matt Sack, BBN here, also known as the only Twitter user in the Rub to No Good cast to not be followed by Kentucky Men's Basketball's official Twitter account. And I am joined, as always, by my three Twitter best friends, Two Seven Zero Bradley Smith, Wildcat's Tongue, and Big Blue Bud. And we are Rupp to no good. Boys, I hope you all had a happy fourth. Bradley, I have three questions for you. One, yes. one how are you doing? Two, good. how are your ribs? And three, good. did your mom mess them up with mac and cheese?
0: Good, good, no.
3: That i That's an ideal answer right there. Lance Ware would be proud. Uh, WT, newly followed by Kentucky men's basketball Twitter account. How are you doing over there?
1: i'm doing pretty good i think we're a uh, big time in you now i i think someone else has to do our intro from now on until you get followed
3: yeah this is kind <laughs> of embarrassing elon is just completely screwing me over right now i get followed on at matt sack bbn and then of course he kicks me out of that account and kentucky men's basketball no oh, longer follows me yeah it's <laughs> it's just, it's just, he noticed I was getting too big on Twitter. I was going to overthrow his platform. The sack pack was going to be all over him and he had to do something about it. But whatever, buddy,
2: how are you doing there? That looks like one crisp LA. It is one very crisp LA and I'm doing great. Also freshly followed. I think I beat Wildcat by like, I don't know, a minute and 30 seconds on the follow on uh, Twitter and the other one. Uh, Shoot. I already forgot what it's called. What's it called? Threads. 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 Yes. I'm banger hunting as we speak. I've already got ten likes on this, which is more followers than I even have on there so far. So,
1: you know um, what? Threads sounds like the uh, Reds. How about the Reds right now, guys? First in the NL Central, winning seven straight road series. I think this whole episode should be about the Cincinnati Reds. What a Don't yeah,
2: thank you, care. And I think it shouldn't be about them.
3: (laughs) We had one segment on the Reds, and you weren't here for it, WT, but you phoned in your answer, and you didn't include us at all in it. So, no, we're not going to talk about the Reds.
1: You also didn't even play my voice recording. You just talked about what I said. I recorded it on purpose, and you didn't do it.
0: When did we talk about the Reds? Remember
3: when (laughs) D. Cruz hit his first home run, and, and we were talking about... What wildcat tongue? Like if he caught the ball, what he would have to give up? Oh yeah, we did give the ball, or what he you have to get in return to give up the ball? You don't remember that?
0: Not a clue. Well, I remember. I no remember
3: that. when we talked about it, you had a very similar reaction, like I could not possibly care less, and I think you might have just tuned out and started thinking about Taco Bell or something. Probably. Bradley just
1: doesn't listen to any of us ever on this podcast. <laughs> he just says what he wants, and you're right? Because you're
3: it. all stupid
0: except for me. <laughs> hey, <can> yeah, <you laughs> just, just kidding i don't think you can quote tweet
2: <laughs> you can't quote tweet on threads
0: nick mccardell is in <laughs> shambles.
2: dude nick's been coming in clutch for bb twitter lately with all this like why is he like completely in the know about where you can stream the uh um, actually canada games he's... like
1: he's he does this stuff all the time. Any Matt Jones yeah. tweet about any sporting event, he will reply with the viewing information for how said he, sporting event. It's just know. now that information is actually incredibly useful. Yeah. Uh, so, like, kudos to him for keeping that up.
0: Normally, he's like ESPN2. Okay, thanks, Nick. Yeah, but yeah, but could, this could one ESPN2. actually does help. I, I also know about
3: that. every, like, two-star and up Recruit from the state of Wisconsin from the 2026 class, and then thanks to Nick McCardle.
2: Yeah, it's very neat. He's got like a like a very particular,
1: <laughs> very there's particular one, set of things. There's one kind
0: about. of guy that he really likes.
1: He's been branching out recently. I yeah, <laughs> will give him that. Wisconsin. He's been branching out recently. Good for him. He's been branching out outside <laughs> the hero family. Yeah. Well, that's what we'll call it. Yeah, the hero family. <laughs>
3: Nick, if you're listening you need to come on and tell us just how we're wrong all the time because we're very accepted morons and we don't know what we're talking about if we could just have like we will i don't know if we could pay you because we have a zero dollar budget to work with but we'll give you a big chunk of our zero dollar revenue just to sit and listen to us and correct us as we're staying incorrect stuff because i'm sure it happens a lot i go back and listen i'm like who let me say that that is so incredibly wrong anyways enough about us rambling Kentucky, and, Kentucky men's basketball yes. plays basketball this week. I'm sorry, Bradley. What were you going to say?
0: I was just going to say, and Nick can tell us why that white dude who plays hockey, I don't even know his name. He was the number one pick. Why he, okay, sure. Uh, why he's a better prospect than Winbanyama. because he was saying that on the timeline. You, I, I don't understand.
3: Oh, because he's generational. He's a Chicago Blackhawk. He's the next Patrick Kane, who is currently the greatest, the current greatest hockey player of all time. And I don't care what anyone has to say. But anyways, Kentucky basketball. They play basketball within a week. Seven days. How many days, buddy? Seven. Yeah, that's about a week. And exactly a week. Way to go. See, this is what we need Nick for. You need him to tell this kind of stuff to us. <laughs> but... We, we kind of previewed it a little bit in past episodes, but now it's like actually here. Apparently we don't even get to watch it on TV. I don't really know what's happening. Elon doesn't let us tweet. Just Canada doesn't let us watch their sporting events. I don't know what's happening to our world, but regardless, I'm excited to see how our team plays. Boys, how do you feel about this upcoming event?
1: I mean, I don't feel good as a win-loss sort of thing. Um it's not going to be the same as last year's event last year's global jam Baylor played in and it was a little bit different. I think they were preparing for an international tournament. So they had like more beefier rosters on there. Um, and Baylor went one in four, uh, at this event last year. So, um, I'm not expecting us to go out and, uh, beat them like Baja Blast tech or anything like that. Um, um, but I do think that we will be able to kind of see where this team is at, see who's clicking, see how, like, what's the relationship between DJ and Dilly like on the court, how dominant is Justin Edwards? Where are all these role player guys going to be fitting in with like the game plan? Um, But yeah, I'm going to be looking purely at just like the X's and O's not really the results of the game.
3: Yeah. I think I posted earlier um, that, I forget. I think it might have been a response to you, WT, but whether we like win or lose, like I will like pick one clip that Kentucky men's basketball will tweet. I'll see it. They won't see my reply or anything like that because they don't follow me. Um, But like I will just use that clip and I will post it and repost it and retweet it and quote tweet it and just watch it all the way through November and that'll be enough for me if we just have a few like good highlights where I'm just like wow like Rob just threw a a lob to Ugo and Ugo just had like some insane I don't know Willie Cauley Stein dunk like that's gonna be good enough for me but I also disagree with you in the fact that I think we're going like 5-0. and 0. I don't know how many games there are, but we're going to win every one. Kentucky basketball is the best. We're the greatest team of all time. Reed Shepard, I don't know if you've been watching. Sneaky athletics, super good, super underrated. And I think he's probably like the eighth best guy on our team. I, I genuinely am at the point of the offseason, I just think we are freaking loaded. I'm excited about Reed. I'm excited about Rob, DJ, Justin, Adu, Ugo. You just name a player, and I'm excited, and I just think they're going to overperform what we're doing now. I am a notorious sunshine pumper. That's probably not going to be the case. Everyone's not going to overperform. That's literally never happened, but I get excited and I I just can't help it. I know the results have been bad and I probably should relax a little bit and just kind of let, let things come in. But no, I'm diving headfirst in the sunshine pump in the season. We're not even going to wait until November. We're starting it seven days from today.
2: I want to win, dude. I want I want them to go in, and I mean I know that Baylor went one and four, but we're like we're better than Baylor. Baylor sucks. Just kidding. Baylor doesn't suck, but we are better. I genuinely believe that, and I think this team is great. I want to go in. I want to win most of those games, if not all of those games. We probably won't win all of them, but I want to see us fight. Like I want to see Cal coach. I want to see our players. Like I want to see I want to see them fight. Like I want to see them get mad emotionally, like invested in the game. Like I want to see that they've got that. And then I want to see them pull out games and win. I don't care that we're, you know, that much younger. I just, I'm hoping for that, right? I mean, there's all this, like, team chemistry and stuff. So, we really, we win either way because, you know, whether or not we actually pull out the win in the game, like, our team is bonding, we're learning. A couple losses, if you fight for them, are good for you. You know what I mean? If you can't, if you concede victory, then that's not good. If you fight and you still lose, that's all right. You know, that that builds some character and, um so I'm, I'm super excited. We can't lose in this because the games don't matter. All we can do is look awesome. Uh, we're in USA colors and USA across our chest uh, representing the country and uh, kick butt, kick ass. Yeah, so
0: I'm kind of on the same train with Sack and Buddy that I don't think that we'll necessarily go and just win the whole tournament or anything. I mean, we could. I cuz we're Kentucky and we're the best cats by 90 all the time. Uh but I think kind of comparing it to Baylor last year is disingenuous uh because like Sack brought up the rosters were stacked last year. Uh so and, and then just going looking at the roster, you know, no disrespect to anybody on Team Canada, but I kind of recognize like two names on the list. So it's just like, you know, I'm not saying that they're not good players, but compared to who Baylor had to play last year, I think it would be an easier run for us. Uh, not that it's Mickey Mouse or anything, uh, but uh, it'd be an easier run for us to maybe win win some games.
3: Yeah, I forget. I know Leonard Miller was on the team last year. Um, they had a couple other guys that I think are playing pro basketball right now or just played at a very high level. Marcus Carr was on that team, I believe. Right. And he was just like a fifth year senior at Texas.
0: Did Shaden play for that team or was that when he still hated basketball? No, no he, he was in the line. <laughs> he was one eligible
1: to play. He loves basketball. He'll play basketball whenever he gets the chance. I think that's about a direct quote. I think he said that in here. He'll play basketball whenever he has an opportunity. (laughs) I
3: think someone asked him about Summer League, and he's like, yeah, I love basketball. I'll play literally every chance I get. And I'm like, shut up, dude.
0: He literally sat out last year's (laughs) Summer League. Like, he tweaked his ankle 30 seconds into the first Summer League game and just sat out the rest of the Summer League. Um,
1: So, anyway... Going into next week, um, we're not going to have a full roster. Uh, Aaron, obviously, isn't going to play with us. Um, I'm assuming everyone else is good to go. Have we heard otherwise? Is everyone else playing?
3: Yeah, I think so. There were a lot of people wondering with if, like, Ugo can play or not. Like, I've had, like, the past three times wow. we recorded a listener's question is, like, can Ugo play? And I was, like, I don't know why not. But I know everything Ugo can. I've seen. everything I've seen is that, like, jack said he could play i think kyle tucker said he could play so he's gonna play everyone else should be there like reeves finally with the official i'm back statement today that's a great sign so i i'm guessing we're gonna get everyone except aaron
1: is antonio well what's the age for this term is it u 23 or is it 23 it's, and under
3: it's u 23 antonio is fine so is trey mitchell
1: sick cool Uh, So, yeah, we have an entire roster except for Aaron, potentially another person that may be joining us later in the summer, but we don't know that yet. Um, But uh, with the absence of Aaron, we already are kind of thin at that center-ish position. Um, So what what would you all like to see Cal and his coaching staff do next week uh, to kind of use this as an opportunity to test out some stuff at that position?
3: I mean the same thing that a lot of BBN has been calling for for like a couple of years now, and just try small ball. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like when it comes to SEC play, you you got to run four guards and a power forward. But I mean, when that's all you have, try it out for a couple of times. Um, like I think when Jack was on last weekend, like he said, like Jordan Burks was like our backup five, and that's just by. Pure limited numbers like Trey Mitchell. I don't know if he was on campus yet, and obviously Aaron has been hurt. So it's really just been Ugo and Jordan Burks. Um, but like if Ugo's out of the game, run Mitchell at the five and run Justin at the four or Adu at the four and run your three freshman guards together or throw Reeves in there. I'd like to see that from time to time. A lot of these teams like we noticed they're going to be older which means they're going to be a little bit bigger they're going to be stronger they're going to be used to kind of like the pace like when they're in system offense they're going to be like more crisp than we are going to be who's just been practicing for a couple weeks now why not just go small run and gun space everything out try to just beat these teams by skill if we want to like compete it's that's probably going to be the way it's going to be. It's we're going to need to put Rob on an island, put DJ on an island, put Justin on an island. Space everything out. Try to get quick open looks. And I genuinely think that we could stay in a lot of these games, even if we're playing better teams that are older than us.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I had to kill a spider in the middle of your rant, so
3: I I have no clue what you said.
1: That's that <laughs> we should play small like I, ball, like I told you all, Bradley. <laughs> Fred, please not listen to anything we say on. This I had to kill a spider
0: I had to kill a spider
2: listen I have no excuse I was following people back on thread <laughs> Bradley
3: <laughs> I, I said that we should play small ball if it will sense Aaron's gonna be out yes agree Bradley did you even hear that
0: I had my headphones off my wife was talking <laughs> to me <laughs>
1: Oh my god! Are you that's okay? Smart move. Yeah, no problem there. Sorry,
0: I'll be right back. She's <laughs> like, either either somebody's trying to get into my house or she's just murdered an entire family of spiders. I'll be right back.
2: The only two options. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, I I think that's it for Bradley. I think he's gonna go like. <laughs> sacrifice himself to kill all these spiders or something. or
2: someone's breaking into his house we're gonna see uh, like in his camera in a minute like somebody walk around back there
3: the family of uh of uh, the killer hornet that wt killed like seven episodes ago came to avenge him through bradley
2: i think matt sack matt's like uh ernie johnson on the tnt crew and we're like he's trying to keep us all like <laughs> like they got some big track. women down in san antonio <laughs> yeah is definitely the chuck of the
1: uh, tag yourself for the tnt
2: crew. <laughs> <laughs> this is... and yeah matt matt's the who's Shaq?
1: they
0: also called me the round mound without the rebound so it, it, it i sticks. think you
2: look you look the most like Shaq out of the two of us
1: I, oh I, okay i look like Shaq. <laughs> I okay, I know I'm a burner, but uh cat out of the bag a little bit, I am a bit pale. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what? I don't I don't think that you can say that I look like Jack. I think that's like I just a said bigotry. Between the,
2: between the <laughs> Whoa. I just said between I'm the kidding, four I'm of kidding. us. Between the four of us.
0: I step away for thirty seconds to get a more
2: C and we're, we're already making tea. And what what
0: is what is happening?
3: I honestly think we should just end the episode right now. And then just... That's <laughs> all, right, that all we for the last 30
2: minutes. Okay, wait, Bradley, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> was it that someone broke into your house, or was it that she killed a whole family of spiders? <laughs> uh, it was
0: just one really big spider.
2: Okay. So it wasn't the only two options. No. So you no, lied to it, us.
0: But it was huge. Yeah. I mean, it was like this big.
2: Why was it in your house? Um... I don't know. No answer. No
1: answer. Wow. I think the best way to rein this kind of episode in is, is to ask just a to question. get in is to get into listener questions and then yeah. just kind of talk about them. We don't have to do our one or one per rule today. Ooh, we really just good. kind of like use those as our topics because clearly we cannot be trusted to our own means because we are quickly. <laughs> falling off the rails so i'm gonna go ahead and just get us started with a little fun one this is at mst underscore bbn uh this says top three most underrated players in the cal era uh i'm gonna kind of modify that let's each pick one so we'll do the top four oh, most God. underrated players uh, okay i have a can we I have an answer ready for this can we not pick doran lamb yes <laughs> doran. I, I was gonna say it, It's doran. Doran. Doran, doran. anytime Anytime we see like an underrated thing, everyone says Daron Lamb, which I think means that he's, he's not, not underrated. underrated. We we all know how good he was because we all think he's underrated for some reason. Uh, anyway, uh, my most underrated player in the Cal era is absolutely Derek Willis. I think that especially junior and senior year Derek Willis uh, like played such an important role on those teams, uh, especially senior year. Like that 2016, 2017 team, he played the five at times. Whenever Bam went out and Isaac Humphreys wasn't doing what he was supposed to do, like Derek would like sometimes play the five on defense. And it was kind of crazy, but uh uh he he was <laughs> he, he's the most underrated in my opinion. He he played a really good role. What about you all? What
3: do you I understand? I just wanna I wanna go on my I'll say Duran Lamb rant. Um oh, yes okay, so. because here's the thing. I love lamb. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm I know he's amazing, but to be underrated, that means people need to rate you lower than you are. Like, does anyone with half a brain in BBN think that we win a national championship without him on the roster? No. Does anyone not have him as like a top two, three minimum three point shooter of the Cal era? Maybe just Kentucky basketball history. No everyone does does everyone remember the 20 burger that he put on canvas in the national championship game everyone remembers that he's not underrated i'm sorry you cannot keep using him you can't keep using terrence jones everyone wants to use these super basic answers if you're not rating like deron lamb or terrence jones as like all-time kentucky greats that's just on you that they're not underrated anyways My pick is someone that people actually forget how elite he was. And if he had more than like a guard and a half on his team, he probably would have looked a lot better. And that's Kevin Knox. Dropped 34 at number seven, West Virginia. I think probably the second best small forward of the Cal era pretty easily behind just Michael kidd Gilchrist. And again, because he wasn't on a great team...
2: I think a lot of people underrate him. Let me tell you, I watched – this is random. I, I, Y'all know I've been watching, like rewatching old Kentucky games. I watched that West Virginia game today. Oh. <laughs> I watched that West Virginia game like a couple hours ago, and I'm pretty sure Knox scored like our first seven points. Like we went yeah. out the gate, and within 20 seconds – I mean, it was popping in there. Within 20 seconds, they played this clip before the game started of Press Virginia – uh, you know, like, would you rather like be eaten by a shark or go against West Virginia's press? It's ridiculous. And it was so loud, <laughs> and within twenty seconds we got the ball stripped. At, like within twenty seconds, and they went down and slammed it in our faces. And then Kevin Knox went down there, hit a three. Kevin Knox went down there, dunked on him. I mean, there were four we had eight turnovers within like five minutes when Kevin Knox was keeping us in that game. Uh so that's a good pick.
3: Mad underrated. Bradley, who do you got? you gonna pick like Malik Monk or Emmanuel Quickly or something? If I want to. If <laughs> I want to, I will.
0: As long as you don't if still I mind. want to. I guarantee I won't call him uh lost it. Okay. <laughs> what? Devin Askew.
1: <laughs> are you saying comparing Emmanuel Quickly to Devin Askew? Is that what you were gonna say? Because no one no, none of us no. would do that.
0: Yeah, none of us would do that for all you Devin Askew haters. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, but no, I actually was going to say Emmanuel quickly because oh, nobody that. talks about him winning the SEC player of the year. Nobody good. ever talks about it. I, I feel like that entire 19 to 20 team gets underrated just because they never got the tournament run payoff. So, like, you could go quickly. You could go maxi just because maxi, I, I have no doubt that you put Maxi in an NCAA tournament scenario, it's like a John Morant-esque run just from him going nuts. Uh so uh, I'm gonna take quickly just because Sack said not to.
3: I like that because I think a lot of people are gonna the I've seen so many people like say that that team's overrated. Like people like fantasize about what that team could have been, but they would have been like a second Mm. round exit, sweet 16 exit. Like I genuinely believe in my heart, and again, I am the sunshine pumper of sunshine pumpers. I believe that's a Final Four team. I'm with you. You put quickly, you put yeah. Maxi, you put Nick Richards, that big yeah. three in a tournament setting with Hagans and I mean Keon was starting to click, Ju was starting to click. Jack Pilgrim, player of the year, Nate Sistina. Yeah, Nate Sistina, good veteranship. That that's a team that I think would have made a run. The
1: best it. part of that team is they i think led the country or up in the top part of the country of uh in free throw shooting as a team i think as a team they mm-hmm. shot like 80 percent from the line uh which is absolutely insane so yeah, didn't, in a didn't tournament quickly,
3: setting didn't quickly set the record and Maxi was shooting like 83 percent and like nick richards the center was shooting like 78 percent hate
1: Hagan shot like 85% too, and Higgins was is another great underrated pick for underrated player yeah. in the Cal era.
0: But how great is it that like the one Calipari team that could shoot free throws didn't get to play in the tournament? Like how many times has that oh. shot us in the foot? And we had one team that could finally shoot free throws, and they just didn't get it. But people forget that team too. Quickly and Nick were one and two for SEC Player of the Year, weren't they? I don't know if technically they finished as that, but for a a long time of the season, Quick and Nick were one and two.
1: We ended up campaigning for Quickly so he didn't split the vote, but yeah, they would have ended up both probably in the top three votes. All right, buddy, who you got?
2: Okay, I kind of want to pick somebody that's y'all aren't going to like because this is underrated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to say... I've been watching some games recently. I want to say Isaac Humphreys. All right. right. He, listen, he did some clutch things. He did some clutch things. I watched the, uh, that, uh, Georgia game the other day. I think it was, uh, where he got seven rebounds and four points in that overtime kind of saved the day. Uh, he got 12 points in that North Carolina game in the, what are you saying?
1: Oh, don't worry. We're trying to figure out who talks next.
2: Oh, okay. You guys were communicating with hand signalized. I was trying to figure out what you were doing. Um, <laughs> he got, I think, 12 points in that North Carolina game in the Elite Eight, which was essentially the National Championship. Um, and just a few other games. And I was like, man, I miss I miss having the Australian guy on
1: our team. And That was- entire season, the 2017 season, yeah, in games that Isaac Humphrey scored, we were undefeated until that... North Carolina game, which yes. is when I think he had his season high in
2: points, <laughs> like a career <laughs> high. He did. I think he did. Yeah. Didn't so he hit like, like a
1: step back, like
3: eighteen footer, or a turnaround, 18 yeah, footer, or something? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. One <laughs> of those, like, no,
1: no, no, no. Check. Yes, nice shot. <laughs>
2: That's what I was watching the other day. Like, what, what?
0: No, but I, what I was gonna bring up, how stupid! Every time somebody mentions Isaac Humphreys, I just think about the spike.
3: The Texas A&M game?
0: How stupid is it that that's the one time that that's ever been called? I swear it's happened six times in every single game that I've watched since then, and it's never been called. How stupid.
1: So kind of the thing that they let you do is if you spike it and then catch the ball, then you're usually fine. It's just a dribble. But if you spike it and then let it go up in the air, that's like a very visual thing. So they see it as like showing. Up the ref, uh, so like I know, uh, uh Isaiah Briscoe got called for it because he tried to slam it down. Uh, remember that time when uh, Jamal Murray like absolutely posterized guy at South yeah. Carolina? That's my so, favorite dunk uh, Right time. after that, uh, Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah Briscoe got the ball, slammed it down, tried to catch it, it came up, hit him in the face, and then went up in the air. Got called for a tech because he couldn't ca- he didn't catch the slam. Same thing with uh, humphreys as he slammed it, didn't catch it, went up, got called for a tech.
0: One that I distinctly remember though. It was at the SEC tournament this past year. Alabama was playing and Brandon Miller spiked it like four times and didn't catch it, any of them. And he never got called for a tech. But it shouldn't surprise you that Brandon Miller got away with something.
2: Laws don't apply to
1: him. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not trying to get on his bad side.
2: Didn't (laughs) that happen to us in like the, uh, didn't Kansas State like, slam it down on the yeah, and, yeah and dude like, just like
0: it, spiked it onto the ground and right, laid it happened there like
2: twice like dish,
0: get technical? why and why did jerome tang win coach of the year what what <laughs> are we doing they're not supposed to go to good coaches he got it because they clapped on tick <laughs> tock
2: <But, laughs> Jerome. <laughs> what, what's going on? Oh, are,
0: are we giving Libby Dunn coach of the year next year? What are we doing? What are we doing?
2: Dude, people love Jerome Tang way too much. I cannot wait for him to get exposed. There's a lot of Kentucky fans that are like, oh. I don't know why they were defending Jerome Tang so much.
0: I need him to pull a Mark Few so bad.
2: What? Whoa. As long <laughs> as he doesn't pull a uh, uh, Bob Huggins.
0: Well, one of them he can do or a Jim Beheim. Uh, yeah, be
2: free <laughs> okay <laughs> stop bringing up Jim Bolock all right listen the other thing about all that West Virginia the game, next the other thing about that West Virginia game that I just watched is at the start of the game um they come out and they ask uh, Bob Huggins they're like, hey man, they're like Cal's wearing a uh, a quarter zip to um to honor you. how do you feel about that? And he's like, well, Cal has always tried to be like me. (laughs) And then he just like, then they ask him the next question. And I was like, Hmm, that did not age. Well, like Cal's always wanted to be like me. As long
0: as Cal, as long as Cal doesn't ever coach at Xavier.
2: Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Ooh. All right. Where's Ernie? Where's Ernie? Are you Ernie? Sack fell out of his chair. He was laughing so hard. He was on the ground.
0: There's either like laughing or that, Wood, or that Woodford Reserve just
3: hit. <laughs> I, I did want to say though, before we go to the next listener's question. Brandon Miller didn't mean to spike the ball. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time.
2: Typical, typical.
3: And an attempt to be Ernie and get us back on <laughs> actually talking on topic. Next listener's question. Uh good friend of the show, Tim Caldwell at Tim called zero seven eight three two four one zero. He says, is Jalen Rosé going to be assistant coach for Kentucky? What do y'all think? I think so. I think this came from Jack Pilgrim said something about it on Sources Say. He kind of was just like, he didn't really say it was going to happen, but he was kind of like, you know, if something were to, because who's currently in line? Is it Chris Martin from Oregon? Yeah. So he's I like, if something that. if something were to prevent Chris Martin from following up, like, because it seems like he was pretty much done. Jack's kind of reporting that if something were to change that, it would be a guy like Jalen Rose who uh, out of nowhere gets fired from ESPN and becomes available. That's a guy that Kentucky would take. So it was very hypothetical, but also kind of like. All right, Jack, is this a is this a real thing? I think it'd be nice. We we talked about having young player relations coaches. I mean, just another guy that could recruit and could help these guys get to the NBA, I'm down for it. But in terms of is it gonna happen, if Jack can't give you a firm answer on that, I certainly cannot. I'm sorry, Tim.
1: I would say if we do hire Jalen Rose, he should not be in charge of teaching on ball defense. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, if anyone understands the reference, if you know, you know. Um, I has Jalen Rose ever coached before? Would he have to coach if he was on our staff?
0: He would probably be in the on-court role, if, wouldn't he?
1: If he doesn't coach, guess who's going to become the coach? Vampire Bruiser Flint.
0: <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, I mean,
3: no, yeah, I mean he would be dead. an assistant coach, but we've seen that our assistant coaches don't necessarily coach.
0: No, I just mean like, oh, true. Does he know what he's doing? Like, would would he would he work even if, which I think it's pretty unlikely that he becomes the assistant coach. I just don't get the the tie ins. Like, why would Jalen Rose? decide to become an assistant coach and then decide to do that at Kentucky. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I'm I'm going to say no, just because it doesn't really... I, I don't understand why.
3: Because Bruiser Flynn is the other option?
0: No, but I just mean like, of all the possible
3: options...
0: Why Jalen Rose? I don't get it. I'm You're sure there cruiser Flyn
2: is inevitable. No. <laughs> I'm sure there are other options. Cal said, uh, I don't know how many days it was now, but he said ten days to two weeks that we would know who the next guy is, which, you know, doesn't mean it's gonna be in the next few days, but it probably will be. We'll probably know pretty soon, probably before the games in Canada. Hey, people forget the Dante Allen Mississippi State game.
0: Who was coaching that game after Cal got ejected? Was it Bruiser Flint? It was Bruiser
3: Flint. Well, it sure as hell wasn't F- going to be Tony Barbie or Joel Justice. People... So it was kind of like a by default. How awful of a coaching staff was that? Good Lord. No <laughs> <laughs> one we won nine
2: games. People Bruiser. forget. <laughs> they, they call it
0: the Dante Allen game. Maybe they should call it the Bruiser Flint game. Bruiser
2: Flint was able to get more out of Dante Allen than Cal ever
0: could. <laughs> oh, man. Bruiser's going to go to WKU.
2: Oh, no. Imagine he goes to WKU <laughs> and Dante scores 35 a game. This, is Dante eligible?
0: National player of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's passed for medial math yet. <laughs>
2: stop it. Stop sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you're right, though. He's just not doing great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. <laughs> stop it, stop it. Oh, let me see. Where are the are the questions on threads? I'm just kidding. You <laughs> like um,
3: Cox? Big fan of the show. We'll make sure we get his in. He okay. says, "What's your biggest concern for this team, and/or what are you hoping to see in Canada?" We kind of already talked about Canada. Bradley didn't because he just didn't listen to me like the four times I talked about the question. But um, biggest concern <laughs> for the team, I'd probably probably say the center position. Just because we don't know about Ugo and Aaron, I mean, I feel like he's kind of relieved me a lot of stress with this whole clutch situation, but at the end of the day, clutch is going to clutch. Um, and we also don't know, like, is he going to even play center? That That's probably where I'm worried the most right now. I think guard play is going to be fine. I, I think it really just comes down to center. But at the end of the day, if your guard play is so elite, if you just have a tall seven footer that just dunks and is a competent rebounder and block shots, which I've said, the probably the past few episodes now I'm fine with the center position, but you know, I could see Ugo being a guy that isn't strong enough to defend the post picks up two quick fouls very quickly. And we are shorthanded in the front court. Like almost every game, kind of like a scalabissier situation. That's probably my biggest concern.
0: This is going to sound really dumb, uh, but my biggest concern, honestly, for the team as a whole, not just in Canada, but just all season, is shooting. And I'll be like, "What? Well, we have so many shooters, but how many seasons in a row has it just been like, okay, we have too many shooters for this not to work," and then just everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong. Like this past season, we're like, okay, CJ Frederick shot, whatever, 82% or whatever at Iowa. And then he lands on a camera and cracks his ribs. And then like, doesn't make a shot. It seemed like for most of the season, then Antonio Reeves comes in and he was kind of streaky at times. Then, then, Savier Wheeler, everything that happened, we're not going to get into that. And, uh, you know, Cason Wallace was never just an elite shooter. Uh, Jacob Top, and it's just like, how did that happen? Well, year before, Kellen Grady's feet fall off. And Davion Mintz, as much as we love Davion Mintz, he had his limitations. He was never supposed to be a 20 point per game guy. And and, and Ty Ty had his injury issues, and Savier had his injury issues that year and uh Keon had his shooting inconsistencies. It's just like how many years have we been like okay we have too many shooters not to have good shooting and then just the worst possible scenario has happened every time. So I'm I'm worried about shooting until there until I have a reason not to be worried about shooting.
1: I think shooting will be kind of by committee. Um I think guys like Antonio And Trey will definitely carry the load there. Um, But DJ, Dilly, uh, Justin, uh, Reed at times, I'm sure. um, Joey might get some minutes. I doubt he will. But they'll, like, fill in the gaps when we need to, I think. I I think if as a team we're shooting, like, 34-ish, 35-ish percent with a couple guys shooting in the, like, 38-39 percent range, like, I think we'll be okay because uh, this is a driving team. Our our best players thrive around the basket. So as long as that's a threat um, from a couple of guys on the court, I think it'll be all right. Uh, my main concern is perimeter defense. Um, because we don't have necessarily the weight, <laughs> the, the beefiness to like get guys to stay at the perimeter. I think uh, there's going to be uh, some matchups that really go against us and that's really going to put a lot of stress on Ugo, Aaron and Trey uh to def- to like help off their man down low uh and defend the rim uh which i've seen Ugo be able to do against like Florida A&M but i haven't seen him be able to do that against an SEC opponent um so either we have to have some really good help defense along the perimeter and or just like man up and don't let your man buy you, um, or we have to see Ugo and Aaron really step up their ability to like read that and get to their spots early and uh, really be on top of our rotations. When we have rotation, like guys who are really good at rotations. Our defense is great. Ty Ty Washington, the most underrated part about his game is that he was always like picture perfect on his defensive rotations. Whenever he was like on the weak side, if there was a drive on the other side, he is underneath that basket ready to take a charge or ready just to like play help defense against uh, the big where like someone would like, like Oscar would leave. Whenever we have that type of guy, our defense is okay. We just really need guys like Dilly and uh dj to be that smart to be that reactive uh when the uh when there's driving on when they're driving
3: yeah to go back to your last two points wt starting with shooting i kind of agree by like the by committee approach i don't know if we'll have a 40 percent three-point shooter in our starting lineup but if we roll out their dj and either rob or reeves and justin and mitchell and aaron bradshaw we might have five 30% shooters. So you got to.
1: 35. 30 is bad. <laughs>
3: well, I'm for a center. No. I mean, Chris Livingston was guess, like a yeah. starting three last year and shot 30%. That like that. Sure. Like 33%. We're going to have five guys. And also like percentage kind of goes with volume. I think we'll have five guys on our court in our starting lineup that will be threats that you need to defend them out on the perimeter. And none of them are going to be like, wow, you cannot leave their hip like a CJ Frederick, but you need to respect all of them. Like you said, we're a driving team. That's just going to open up things for everyone. Your second point, perimeter defense. This is why I'm hesitant to like start penciling in. Justin Edwards as like a four. I do kind of like that small ball, but as soon as you move Justin Edwards to a four and you run Rob uh, dj and reeves one through three your defense is atrocious and then if you try to like put justin edwards on the best perimeter like the top matchup on the perimeter now all of a sudden you're playing what rob dillingham at the four or antonio reeves at the four or whoever like reed Shepard at the four you're getting cooked even worse there so that that's why i'm a little concerned with small ball i'm not sure if we have the defensive prowess to make that work but at that point just two scores more we're going to be winning games like 115 to 110
2: or losing them that way too yeah all right i agree on all points i think that um I think it's overrated to have a 45% three point shooter on the team at this point. Like people love a a knockdown shooter, but goodness gracious, if you're getting cooked on defense, every single play, you're just a liability to have out there in the, in the very first place. And I think we've learned that the past couple of years. So that's, that's not all it's cracked up to be. If you have people who are efficient in other ways, I think my greatest concern is um, I want to say clutch, but it's by extension of like Ugana, not being all that I'm kind of, I'm not sold on Uganda yet. He has to prove it to me, right? Um, and if he doesn't, then we don't have Samto right now. Uh, it's going to be Bradshaw. Clutch does not want Bradshaw to play the five. Um, and so I'm concerned that they've still got cards to play and some tricks. And we know that they are not above doing literally anything or like wielding their power to make a mess of our team. And we just don't need all that crap on this year's team. And so that's a, that's a concern of mine speaking of jack kind of seemed to be
3: under the impression that samto might reclass he
2: does think later down the road which also
3: makes you think that this mysterious transfer that will or will not enter the portal probably is not going to again it's so hard to tell it's like is jack saying that because he needs to like make it look like, oh, we're not going after anyone, so it doesn't look like tampering. But I don't know. Jack was a pretty open book with us, so I doubt he's trying to, you know, try to push narratives. Like if he didn't want to answer the question, he could have told us. I didn't want to answer it. I would have edited it out um, the way he
1: just the way he described the Sontag situation. It sounded like it was less scoop and more like reading the tea leaves. Like he he said like, why would a four star guy with OTE commit? this early in the process like a full year before you have to so it's more of like a kind of one of those like woosh memes of like think about this more it just like hey I heard from a source not who. who was it fat dude war shirt that's
0: it
2: no Brian Yeah. that's it yeah, but, same thing. Uh, but uh, anyway if
1: it is
3: if it is just tea leaves i think i feel better about it because i don't trust jack scoop because this is the same guy that thought paulo bancaro was going to be a cat
2: <laughs> i trust hey. that i think he was yeah thinking through it there i don't think he was dropping hints of something that he definitely knew i think he was i, I agree he was reading tea leaves hey
0: something totally unrelated to what we were just talking about or any listener questions uh <laughs> ESPN posted a graphic of, like, college tennis players or former college tennis players who who are playing at Wimbledon, and there was one player from Memphis, and his name is Ryan Peniston. P-E-N-I-S-T-O-N.
2: That sounds like a... Never mind.
0: <laughs> it, it sounds like an actor of a particular genre. <laughs> All
2: right, I'll go listen to the question. <laughs> oh, let me see. Remember that time earlier when I was looking at these and I never okay. Let's see. I'll just pick one at random. Um, Chris Jenkins, BBN. Let me read this and make sure that okay, this is a good question. Uh. <laughs> Who has been everyone's favorite guest so far on Rup to No Good? And who is the one guest that y'all would love to come on the podcast that hasn't yet? Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. That's very nice. My favorite its really hard. I mean, of course, I'm going to have to say Lance, of course, which you're all going to say Lance. I'm going to take him first. Lance is our favorite guest, but I really did love having Jack on. Honestly, we've had a lot of fun with our guests. TJ was a ton of fun. Anna was a ton of fun. Who else has been on here? Uh, uh, TJ. Walker. Brandon, Brandon Ramsey. Brandon, Brandon Ramsey, Ramsey was on. Yeah.
1: We, when we were still doing uh, uh, the Twitter spaces, we had Ant right on right before the Michigan game. We it had Ant on.
2: on. Yeah. Yeah. Remember
3: uh, Kamala we... Harris blew us off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Pamela Harris, we invited her. That was like our second ever Twitter we could have really helped She we wouldn't do We could have You're, really helped her campaign. You remember
0: when Mike James got back with us like two weeks later that he would do it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, uh my favorite or sorry, buddy, you didn't say who would you want to be your guest? Oh.
2: Well, I, the one that pops in my head is Cal. I mean, if I just have like a wish list, I mean, you know, what would I mean? Is that do I get to say like just anybody? Anybody?
1: I mean, yeah, I guess Cal would be the best right, turn <laughs> Brad's be best screen guys. off,
2: turn Brad's screen off. Yeah. Like you did,
1: um, so my <laughs> favorite guest, uh, sorry, yeah, anybody, your mom. Cool, <laughs> I'll ask her. <laughs> Also, I mean, she probably owns a microphone. She she can hop on, sure. Uh, so my favorite, I'm gonna just move on from that is <laughs> definitely Lance. But apart from that, I think uh Brandon Ramsey was a really cool guest. Uh, like one of the nicest guys we've ever talked to. Uh, invited us to uh Lexington and like invited us to KS Bar on him it was really cool. We haven't taken advantage of that yet. He's also a certified are. genius. He's also insane. And we also have that D3 basketball connection. So good for good for us. Um, The guest I would want to have on. That one's man. That one's tough because I mean, like Cal's the obvious answer. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I I mean, I think purely for getting listeners, I think getting Matt Jones on here would be hilarious. (laughs) You
2: want Matt Jones on here? No, I'm just kidding. That'd be cool. Uh, I I want you. That's my new answer. I think Uless would be, be awesome because he's connected to the team right now. He's close. We've got that like old connection you know, the older team. And then also he's like on the staff now. That'd be a great guest.
1: I don't know if uh, Matt Sack be able to handle that. Oh, Tyler, you on the fact. No, I would, I would geek out too much. He drowned. Yeah. Imagine if you said, Oh, Hey, I recognize you, Matt from Twitter.
3: <laughs> yeah. I would, I would just leave. I would. I would end the call, I would screen record that like little bit from our Zoom recording and I would just leave. I would be I'd be complete. Um I don't I thought I thought Anna Tarullo, like very like sneaky good guest. That
2: was a fun episode.
3: That was a very fun episode. And that was like one of our first ones. Like we've always kind of been nonsensical, but that was like again, right when the off season started and we just full like blown kind of Went like we're we really don't care if any of this has to do with basketball. We're completely just shooting the shit right here. So uh Anaturula really started the wave that became what is this episode, whatever the hell it is. Um yeah. One, yeah, Tyler Ulyss would be a lot of fun, Dominique Hawkins would be a lot of fun, Cal would be a lot of fun, Matt Jones would be interesting. Cause I feel like I feel like we get the listeners. We would, and then I feel like he would have to return the favor and then put us on KSR.
1: We had our opportunity, return the know? favor like it wouldn't be a see. Favor. When so, when, when yeah. Matt put out John, tweet about, like, hey, who else would you all like to see like fill in while I'm on vacation this summer? Uh, people not even us, but just people who put RUP to no good, we had the most liked reply and the most liked quote tweet out we of did. anybody. Dude, there were people uh, responding so like, to in
3: that before. And Matt did. completely I ignored mean, that and put on the Field of 68. Unbelievable.
1: I'm ge- I guess Matt Jones just doesn't believe in democracy. I mean, like, that's just crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but do you remember, like, when Field of 68 was just like, hey, Matt, thanks for listening to our show. Like, let me know whenever you get on KSR one day. Like, have you seen that tweet? Like, it has, like, zero likes and, like, seven bookmarks. Like, everyone <laughs> – like, every interaction with that tweet was a bookmark.
1: <laughs> and that's a shame, so Matt. Hated that you, made by six,
0: you made six burners to bookmark that.
1: <laughs> if you want a, like, ego boost just as a Twitter user, even if you have, like, two followers, just reply to any field of 68 uh tweet with just like ratio or something and you will successfully ratio them every single time <laughs> and it makes you point. feel good because they have it, it's insane how it works i don't need but, to get know. blocked by another one of them
0: you you know one thing that nobody has ever said man i'm really looking forward to this new episode of field of 68
1: <laughs> but jeff goodman has such great insight <laughs> we're just blaming him on air <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, did you did you see listener question from Tater Allen? He says his KSR reached out to them, I believe, meaning us, about being on the show. No, we've not been reached out to. I'm sorry, but
0: we but we do appreciate everybody who uh, suggested yeah, us. Do. You know, even though we weren't picked, it is still cool to see that people actually like us, and we're not just wasting our time.
2: <laughs> did you guys see this people question? Just... By well, one? I, yes. I haven't.
0: I haven't answered this question, but go. Yeah, can, oh, go. I was going to say we'll the one on. that it's just fine, says yeah.
2: Orlando Antigua, but it's all it <laughs> Okay, says.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> you
2: <laughs> know what, do you know what I think happened?
3: Matt Jones saw the 1,000 replies that said rub to no good and like added all of us. And he was like, do you know what? that kind of sounds fun let me go listen to their podcast and then it's like five minutes in and it's like good basketball knowledge it's like this is really fun it's like oh he's even got jack on the show then you get to the second half of the show and it's just people getting called terrorists brandon miller and alabama jokes jim bayheim <laughs> jokes jack pilgrim
1: asking
3: us us if like two to three more inches is enough like and That's then why he's, why just like, That's he's like why Wait, we can this never can't change. be on our show this can't be <laughs> on our show we can be he, ready. He has
2: Ryan Lemond on there weekly. I'm sure that we could make it. <laughs> and really there goes time. our last
0: chance. All right, Bradley. Uh, yeah. So I'm in agreement that my favorite uh, guest was definitely Lance. Uh, but since we're avoiding Lance just because he's the obvious answer, uh, Zach stole mine. I think the episode with Anna was awesome just because uh, that draft was my favorite draft that we've ever done. The. Um, who would you want to sit at a lunch table with? And that was oh, really yeah, that cool was because cool. we got the Denzel Ware like reply and retweet and all that stuff. Uh, so that was really cool.
3: All right. All right Corey, Corey Claude, friend of the show, he says, football players you think will break out. What do y'all think? And don't say Barry and Brown because that's kind of like the Doran Lamb answer.
2: Um, cool. Name like three other football players that we have and I'll pick one.
1: Uh, Trevin Wallace.
2: I like Trevin Wallace.
1: He's a Linebacker, right? Yeah,
0: he's the one that had the uh, blocked uh, kick return against Florida.
1: Yeah, that's right.
3: I really like Alex Safari sticking on the defensive mm-hmm. end. Um, who is our who is our tight end? Caddis. Yeah, Josh Caddis. Oh, yeah, I Caddis, think he yeah. might be really really good. I think I he could be really really good. We you know who. You know who it's not going to be good when we got a good tight end.
0: It's not going to be Keontae Goodwin. Put the cheeseburgers down and play football.
1: (laughs) He'll be in the great state of Florida.
0: Florida merchant. Sorry. Uh, I'm going
1: to go with, man, I think our running back room is going to just like the whole room is going to play better than they're kind of getting credit for. I think a lot of the attention's on the wide receivers uh, and Devin Leary. Um, But I think with a revamped, offensive line and with liam cohen uh i think the the running game is going to get going i think ray davis i don't think he's going to be as good as he was at vandy i don't think he goes for a thousand yards um but i i think that he kind of has that dog in him a little bit he'll be able to uh, get some extra yards here and there and uh like definitely not a benny snell or anything like that but he'll uh, be able to kind of keep the offense going and get us in those second and short, third and short situations so Devin can uh kind of show off his arm a little bit.
3: Yeah, sources very close to the situation says he's got that dog in him.
1: Absolutely. It's always
3: Davis,
0: that. friend of the program.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a good pal of the program.
0: Uh, I will answer a question from Zoro at Connor Rob, I think is how that is pronounced. I'm not sure. Uh, it says, what is Bradley's go-to Mexican dish? Uh, uh, that's
2: my question, actually.
0: It's got my name in it.
2: All right, you can have it.
0: Okay. Um, I, I I like to change it up a little bit. I don't have one thing that I get. Uh, but some of my favorites are uh, they have this uh, chicken, and it has shrimp and pineapple and onions on it, and that's really good. Uh, Also hard to mess up a good uh, taco. Uh, Also quesadillas. I'm a fan of quesadillas. Uh, But tomorrow I think I'm going to go with a fajita bowl, which is basically rice and cheese and the peppers and onions and uh, just whatever meat you want to slap in there. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) that's going to be my uh, go to Mexican dish tomorrow.
3: Feels like uh like as good a way as possible stuff. to end this episode.
2: <laughs> they just kept talking, and I just kept finding it funny. And then he said, "Slap whatever meat in there," and I couldn't, mm. I couldn't hold it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: we this has been a.
0: This has been I've a disaster. One more question,
1: just so we can not end on that, please. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to all about the cats at Connor B O eight. What's the Was the 2022 offensive disaster all Scangarella's fault or the offensive line's fault? Yes, and yes, it's both of their faults. Uh, Football is a complicated sport. It can be two things at the same time. Scangarella was obviously awful, uh, but also there's no hiding the uh, re- the deficit that we had uh, in the offensive line roster. Uh, It looks like both both of those things were fixed or at least addressed uh, this offseason. So hope that we get uh, a little bit of the opposite this year.
3: Um, Every time I think of our big blue wall from last year, I sort of think of that like one gif of like that security guard that just kind of like kind of waving his (laughs) arm past
1: people. I tweeted out like like week one, I think we – do we play like uh, Miami of Ohio or something like that? So uh, yeah. we allowed like seven sacks and I tweeted out like a, just an open gate just like the new big blue wall. I didn't know that I was like prophesying the entire season <laughs> that right there. I thought we would fix it by then. But I oh want well. it to, I want it to be like a security guard
0: at what is now the smoothie King center in new Orleans. uh Because in the 2012 sec tournament, this sad, sad Arkansas fan after his team lost, it just gave me and my dad like second row tickets uh, to the championship game. And I was down there with my little 12-year-old self, and I was trying to get Anthony Davis's autograph. And I had my, my hat and my Sharpie, and this security guard yelled at me and told me to go sit down. It made me sad. But right. that's what I want our big blue wall to do. I want them to make people <laughs> sad, like a twelve-year-old who can't get Anthony
2: Davis's autograph. I will find that man, Bradley. But and then I will bring him to justice. But then they're
0: better because they get chicken tenders. The twelve-year-old. I mean, the the other teams can have chicken
2: tenders too. <laughs> but I don't, I don't care. I'm just I'm just. Just telling you my personal experience. Listen, I'll I'm I'm going to find that guy, and I'm going to. I I think he might be dead because he was very old. But it's
0: okay because we won a national championship. Go Cats!
2: (laughs) Forgiven. (laughs) Hey, uh, follow follow my friend Matt Sack on Threads.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Follow at Elon Musk on (laughs) Threads. how Can funny we, would that be if elon just had a threads account <laughs> i
3: have i have one last question for y'all and we gotta oh. talk about this beforehand what do you think is running kentucky men's basketball account where they're just following everyone in to no good and memeing me right now we think maybe eli cox
1: i think it's gotta be eli if it's not eli and it's so, like it's gotta be someone we know who is someone that runs a BBN Twitter account but is like responsible with it that we know of? Doesn't like, maybe Danny Davis. Her. Danny Davis. Responsible. Is... <laughs> <laughs> I love Danny so much. But <laughs> if Danny had control of that admin account, he'd be like calling for Cal's head from the official <laughs> account after Could you imagine? Could you imagine where two men tell.
3: We're we're two minutes into the first game at Canada and we're down like four nothing. And the official Kentucky men's basketball account just tweets, <laughs> "We suck." <laughs> <That's> what <laughs> would happen if Danny Davis ran the
0: <laughs> We oh. have parted ways with head coach John Calipari. <laughs> <laughs> He just <laughs> tweets it
2: just in the middle of the game from the
0: account. Official account just tweets, please go to Texas. No, I, we can't crack the code, guys.
2: We can't crack the code because they have to keep it secret, I'm pretty sure. like It's like the mascots. like They're supposed to be secret who the mascots are, you know? Well, we know who the last one was.
0: No, well, we don't.
1: I we did. don't. I
2: okay. do. Oh, well. Okay. We don't.
1: You should tell us Here's whenever some- we stop recording
0: here's my theory eli <laughs> cox is not the new admin he just hacked the, the twitter <laughs> account
1: i think
2: i think somebody i think it's someone we know though and i just want to say if you're listening we love you you're a friend of the show yes absolutely, absolutely. i am friend getting to the
1: program i am getting the uh time where they called me a goat twice one on threads one on twitter uh like printed on a flag and hanging in my room immediately because mm-hmm. that's the highlight of my life so and, I, mean, I was getting it, too powerful
0: if it is the person we think it is, we know that he has listened before. Yeah.
3: True. Shout out, shout out all the friends of the show. Shout out everyone listening, especially to this episode. If you made it to the end of this episode, like whenever we make merch, you just deserve a free tur- t-shirt for like listening free to tr- whatever <laughs> the hell this was. And I can't even pronounce words right now. So we're going to bed. Thank you all for listening. Not together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're, <laughs> we're we're separately going to bed
1: <laughs> thanks for the clarification bradley
0: you're welcome
1: <laughs> if you made it this far in the episode you did not turn us off have a great awesome. night <laughs> awesome that's all you have to say
2: all right let her guys go cats see you after the uh games in canada he's a all cat right. <laughs>